0: Hi, I'm Joel Goddard, and this is acting coach Dan Rodanden teaching actors how to act. It's the real deal, Glockenspiel. Whips and chains and hand grenades and candy canes and marmalade. Thank you. Uh, that was me singing a song about war, singing a song about uh, 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 candy and, and, and preservatives. It's sort of a protest song, but it's, it's also sort of uh, my take on Chitty Chitty Bang Bang. Bang bang or sounds you hear that come out of a gun during a war. Chitty chitty. It's a noise a, a, a Mexican chicken makes, I guess. I don't know. Anyway, this is acting coach Dan Rodan, teaching actors how to act. Top of the podcast to ya. Top of the morning to ya. hi t It's another it's another accent that I can do. It's uh somewhere uh, somewhere in the United Kingdom. Uh my number is nine one seven two one four eight Dan. The telephone number nine one seven two one four eight Dan, which is what I just said. Twice, so hopefully you can remember it. Thank you. I will not answer the phone. If you call the phone, I will not answer the phone. I cannot answer the phone. It's not an actual phone. It's just a service. It's a, you can leave me a message, ask me a question about whatever you like. It would, anything at all. Ask me about acting or the trades. Dan, we all really want to hear your review of Chronicles of Riddick. The new one, the Riddick. We all want to hear your your review of Orange is the New Black. Whatever. Just ask. <laughs> I'll, that'll give you a reason to, to go somewhere. I have an email address. You can email me. Teachingactorshowtoact at gmail.com. Finally got a gmail. Thank you, gmail. Uh, very exclusive gmail. You had to be invited back in the day. Uh, uh uh but not today today I was able to hold my head high and say I would like my own email address they said okay so now I have it teaching actors how to act at gmail.com I, uh, I, often, I often plea to have you guys go out there and uh, rate me uh, on iTunes leave reviews and, uh... number seven number seven when you google acting I'm ahead of I'm ahead of a bunch of jerk-offs and phonies! I also have a website teaching actors how to act.com. Not getting a lot of activity on those either. However, I have the posting these episodes on Facebook. And wouldn't you know it? I got a lovely I got a lovely little 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 comment on the Facebook page here. It is for episode twenty-six. It's not your fault with the very, very handsome leave shriver leave but was it lee lee bruce lee lee foster lee foster that was his name he's a very handsome guy uh cheerios didn't like him so he shit in a bucket uh and I, I said it wasn't his fault he said it, uh, it wasn't his fault and then everything was happy but anyway there was a comment on my facebook page thank you zuckerberg and it really you know it threw me for a loop Set me spinning right round, right round, like a record baby. Round, round, right round. Wedding singer. From a gentleman named Don Baldwin. Don Baldwin says, This is so much bullshit. Acting is not a thinking process. You don't don't teach an actor how to act. You show them how to teach themselves. The deep personal magic inside every actor is so well guarded. Most often, they are not fully aware of it. That's so true. It scares them. It is so big, much bigger than they are right now. They are certainly not going to let someone else expose it to them. Most acting teachers mean well. But they were never taught how to how to be an acting teacher. They studied here and there, and, and one day decided, well, I'm going to pass this on. Never works out well. Bad habits is all you end up with. I saw a reel the other day of an actor who was probably very gifted. All I saw was several cuts of different emotional states of being. It looked real, but there was not one transition in the whole reel. That is what great acting is. Going from one real human emotion to a distinctly different one right before your eye. One seamless moment to moment. And he ends it by saying this. If any of you need help out there, let me know. Dodd Baldwin, I need help out there. If it wasn't for bad habits, I'd have no habits at all. That's <laughs> what they say. So give me a call. Please, Dodd. Give me a call. I looked, you up. I looked you up on the Facebook. Saw a lot of pictures of you there. You look like a very handsome man. It looks like you have a great relationship with that dog. It's a really good-looking dog wish I had a dog. Even a stray. I'd love to pet a dog for even 15 minutes. Don Baldwin, please give me a call. I need your help. 917-2148-Dan. Now, I've been reading this to myself over and over and over and over again for the past two or three nights. There's one word that keeps jumping out at me. And it's a word in the sentence that goes like this. A deep personal magic inside every actor is so well guarded. You heard it that time, didn't you? The word is magic. If you want to know about magic, there's only one real source. Todd Raids. Todd Raids Chaos Raids Can't stop the Raids. Why would you try? i got to talk to Todd Raids about this. Todd, can you get on the line? Let's talk. You and me, one-on-one. We're going to have a chat. Let's learn about magic.
1: Todd Rains.
0: Todd Rains! Can't stop the raids. The man with the golden rain. Making it rain with golden showers. Big Todd, the rain man. The rain maker. Big stick. Big man. What's going on, Todd?
1: I uh, just, you know usual being magical living the dream being golden yeah
0: what's that dream look Uh, like today
1: well pretty much having to look at it from my bedroom window because my mom grounded me after she picked me up from that uh that town i got lost in for a few months
0: but but she did eventually find you
1: yeah that's that's the important thing that's
0: good that's what mobs are good for right yeah why was hit by a bus so she, was really good at finding, she was really good at finding She was really good at fighting the front of a bus. Anyway, that's not what I wanted to talk about. What I wanted to talk about is a particular post that somebody put on uh, the Zuckerberg book out there with mm-hmm. the uh, with the face. He said, "Hey, the deep magic of the artist of the. Uh, let me read it actually. I can't remember it. The deep personal artist of the magic remembering. Actually, I don't even have it in front of me. I'm gonna have to try to remember it. Every artist has a personal memory who is themselves and magical." Acting is not a thinking process. You don't teach an actor how to act. We all guard our magical magic. Now, you, as, as somebody who's a magician, but well, that's, mm-hmm. that's a metaphor, but you as a, an actor, as, a, as a, a force to be reckoned with in the Hollywood sphere, whether you're grounded or not, uh, uh, how do you guard that kind of magic?
1: Well, first of all, I don't think this guy knows what he's talking about all that much. He you know, probably deals in magic beans a little. But it is true that there is magic out there regarding actors, but. You oh, don't wait, so know you're, about saying it,
0: that you're saying that the magic guards the actor, not the other way around?
1: No, no. If you don't know about the magic, um, you can't use it to guard you. So I can steal other people's magic and accumulate it with my own.
0: So you're sort of the Highlander I, you know, vampire of, of acting magic.
1: Yeah. How
0: many could there be?
1: Well, I try not to go to war with too many other powerful magicians. I um, control the western United States.
0: I think a very important question before we go any further is how much of this is, is, is metaphor and how much of this is literal?
1: This, uh, this guy that made this posting, he was talking about uh, transitions, being um, acting or some uh, thing like that.
0: That's what they say. That's why John Wayne was such a great actor, his emotional rage.
1: I can control people's transitions. They can have as many transitions as I want them to have, or as little as I want them to have. So let me ask you this
0: real quick. You say that you can control people's transitions. Why don't you make me transition it from thing to thing? As a display of your power, oh mighty Christ, turn over the tables in my merchant hall.
1: Um, You know, you cannot compel christ to do anything and in a similar way you cannot compel me or tempt me to do anything the
0: power of christ but, compels you
1: yes but um you know all those times that you cry at night i mean sometimes that's me making you cry
0: well <laughs> yeah i would say probably maybe 10 percent you 90 percent my dad Ah, maybe maybe eighty nine percent. My dad, one percent the bus thing. What 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 can what can Don Baldwin learn from a man like you who not only guards magic but has magic guard him?
1: Well, I don't know if Don Baldwin can learn anything because I I stole his magic from him <gasps> before he he knew all about this, and so like you could just literally have like you know people trying to help him learn to act you know whichever way you know his definition or other people's definition he cannot learn to act now all right todd
0: let me ask you this Mm -hmm. if don baldwin came to you to your home to the room that you're grounded in sweaty Mm -hmm. crying and saying please todd at what price will you return my magic to me what 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 will it take i don baldwin at your knees begging to have my magic with Ted. yeah what what price do you think you would you would uh, start out with
1: um well i mean you know i could use a million dollars right now
0: one million dollars um, for a don baldwin yeah. amount of magic that's a million dollar actor right there
1: yeah i think
0: you just paid him a compliment todd i have to tell you i think it's very cruel of you to take a man's magic away from him and then ridicule him for not having any magic that sounds like a bully to me, Todd. You a bully Um
1: you know, it's a tough business out there with the whole acting world, so like you know it's
0: a good point. All's fair and love it acting.
1: I could just wipe out all the other actors out there trying to ply their trade, you know, getting in my way with auditions and all this other you know.
0: Sort of a genocide the of thespis.
1: Projects. Yeah.
0: All right. Well it sounds like you've made your intentions clear. Todd Baldwin. I would like to apologize on, on Todd Raid's behalf for stealing your magic at such a young age. You know, Todd, I've spent a lot of money on buffalo meat. So you, it's true that you can not make people do things.
1: I mean, you know, I'll get down to your apartment eventually. I'm going to go ahead and say it probably won't be this year. I think I'm grounded for the whole year.
0: Well, the year's almost over, so I'll, I'll just keep buying it just in case. Todd Raids, everybody. You can't stop the raids, and I won't try. Oh, titi to. There I go again with my accent. Uh, totally Yeah, I started. I started making that noise because I had popcorn stuck in my teeth that I needed to needed to get it out. <sighs> Speaking of popcorn, let's take some calls. We're taking phone calls. Yes, we are. From an answering machine, not an actual phone. I can't answer it. We cannot have a back and forth. First call.
2: Hey there, Dan. Uh, listen, I, I hate to be that guy, but uh, exactly what acting have you done? I uh, I couldn't find you on my MDB. Thanks.
0: Oh, uh, yeah, what what acting have I done? Oh, yeah, I called a podcast and acted like an asshole. Oh, wait. No, that's what you did. What acting have I done? The world is a stage. Next call.
1: Hey, David, Dan. Uh, so want to know how to act sexy. I've been I've been trying my whole life. I, I weigh 350 pounds. Um, I, I can't exercise. I, I don't have a neck. I just want to be sexy. And I think it's, if you're a coach, if you talk about everything else but acting, maybe you could uh, fill me in on how to act sexy. Thank you. This is Marcus. Thanks a lot.
0: All right, Marcus, that's, uh, there's certainly a lot in that call to, to, to sink my teeth into. You say you're 350 pounds, that is a, that is a large size. I mean, a, a, unless you're 9 or 10 feet tall, which I, I assume you're probably not. You say you have no neck, that, that's going to be an obstacle for you. That's, that's not an attractive feature, I would say. It sounds, sounds like you don't have a neck. Uh, th- uh, Marcus, Marcus is the name. That surprised me because I had uh, assumed that uh, you were probably a female, by the sound of your voice. And uh, it's, it's much easier for a heavy set female to be considered attractive, I think, than a heavy set male. And uh, uh, no, that's not sarcasm you're hearing, that's racism. Yes, of course. Uh, they, they say that many ethnic men prefer a larger uh, uh, undercarriage on a lady. They did you treat her like an object, like a beanbag chair, or just plough in there, I guess, as, as far as far that's what the music tells me that I hear when the cars drive by very loudly in my neighborhood. Three hundred and fifty pounds. That is a that is a, a large man. But I think the biggest issue is that you said how do I act sexy? You can't. There is no acting sexy. You can only be sexy. And that uh, that has a lot more to do with uh confidence. Than anything else you gotta you gotta believe you're sexy you gotta have that sexy look in your eye i don't know who you're trying to attract but uh, uh the most important thing is you gotta look at them and just say hey in the immortal words of, of, of one of those other gentlemen who sings in the cars as they drive by i'm f-wording you tonight you know that song i'm, I'm fucking you tonight that's what that, that's that's the look you want to give uh that's uh who uh, somebody sings that song anyway uh if you you can't act sexy. You just have to be sexy, and to be sexy, you have to be rich. So, uh, so uh, make that money, get that paper, paper chase, Marcus. I, w- I want you to call me back in six months, and I want you to tell me what your net worth is, and then I'll, uh, 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 just be sex, be the sex, be the sex you want to see in the world. Next call.
2: But hey Dan. Uh, this, is, uh, this is Tyler. Um. I'm an actor in uh, junior college, uh, and I'm going to play right now. It's a really great play. I have a really great part, you know I'm happy about it uh, and there's there's one particular scene where I have to be uh naked on stage and that's that's fine with me you know i I have confidence in myself but um but being up there naked in on stage in front of like a lot of people that just gives stage fright a whole new only the definition, and I guess, I guess, I was wondering if you have any tips on how I can, like, inflate my confidence a little more, just so I f- I feel good about being, being up there like that, you know, I mean, because I, I, it's not that I don't, you know, I, I I've been with women, all right, I've pleasured uh, women, and I, I mean, I don't have a problem with that, but it's just like, it's just, you know, I guess, I guess the, I guess the elephant in the room is that I want to be the elephant in the room, you know? So uh, if you had any tips on anything I could do to, you know, enlarge my character, uh, that'd be cool. Um, Previews are tonight, so I don't want to switch schools again.
0: All right. Well, uh, first of all, congratulations on getting the part. Congratulations on uh, getting the opportunity to show uh, your your nudity off in, fr- in front of a whole room of people, legally, uh, uh, and, and at a school. Great job! Uh, but uh, there are two words that are going to be the key to your success in becoming the elephant in the room, inflating your image, having your comedy making it uh, making it move. There are going to be these are the two words, and they are visible inches. You want to increase the visible inches, so that means lack of pubic hair. That's a great way to start. You want to, you, you, uh, you got to get a jump. You want to, you want to get that base in there, get the base, get the root, get the root of the tree, so you could, uh, yeah, So it doesn't look like a sapling. What you're gonna want to do is, uh, is, there's a few other tricks. If 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 you have a little bit of time, how, how long are you gonna be naked on stage for? Is the question, and how much time do you have to prepare? Uh, Lance Armstrong. Lance Armstrong had a lot of success. Blood doping. Well, maybe we can do some blood doping for you. What you do is you take yourself a hypodermic needle full of blood, maybe your own, maybe somebody else's, and you inject that into the bottom uh, right next to where the, uh, 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 I guess, the the vein, I guess you would call it. You would, you'd fill it up. And the, the great thing about that is that nobody's going to be able to see it because it's on the bottom. It'll swell it up, and since it's not, you, you know, blood rushing there because of arousal or anything, it won't even make the guy stand up. It'll just look like a heavy set water balloon, which is, I think, what you want. You don't want it to be discernibly turgid, as 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 they as they say in, in, in the uh, in the FCC guidelines. What you you want it to just sort of hang out like Jason Siegel. Uh, another thing you could do is, uh, if you're only going to be up there for a short amount of time, uh, arouse yourself, but don't touch yourself. That's the trick. Look at something exciting, let it do its own work, and then walk out there. Because you know you'll be nervous, and then it won't. You know, the tick, 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 tick of the second hand standing up that that we all you know scientifically look at. That'll 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 uh, 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 walk away from itself, and it'll just. It'll just be kind of full. Maybe, or if you do want to touch yourself and you're worried about bruising, just cover it in makeup. Maybe make it a different color. Have you thought about that? Maybe paint it black. That could help. I mean, yes, black is a slimming color, but it's also, it's, you know, it's, uh, psychologically, you see something like that. You go, oh, it must be, uh, there it is. Look at that. He's a Magnum Man. And he sells cornets to the kids in the town with the rat-a-tat drums. I don't know if you're doing the Music band or not, but is there a new scene in the Music band? Anyway, that's a lot of good advice there. I would say uh, probably blood doping is the best idea. Next call.
2: Mr. Rodandon, uh, this is Dr. Chamberlain uh, with the Westgate Community College Performing Arts staff. Um, I do have a conundrum for you. Um, I'm currently directing a play, a very good play. I, I won't bore you with the details. Um, but uh, one of my lead actors, a very, very wonderful young actor, uh, in one of the scenes he has to be uh, naked. Um, which, is, which is fine. I've dealt with that. I've directed that a couple of times. But the thing is, um, he's not quite a star in that sense, if you, if you catch my drift. Um, you know, the audition process comes. I can't, you know, when I say, show me your stuff, you know, I can't actually have them show me their stuff, quote, unquote, uh, because there's some ethical things about that. But uh, I, I guess, uh, how can I approach this young man um, and let him know that, uh, you know the phrase, there's, there's no small parts, just small actors. Well, I mean, this is a small actor with a small part, if, if you if you catch my drift. Uh, but he's a wonderful actor. He's playing the part very well, but, uh, he's just not, uh, well, I guess, I, I, how can I approach him and let him know about this without, you know, shattering his actor's courage? So, um, so please, any tips you have, uh, previews of tonight. so, uh. Kindness of the, the essence. Uh, thank
0: you. All right. Well, uh, uh, I guess <laughs> what can you say? except what a coincidence! That's amazing that so many actors and so many different schools are seem to be having this issue. Uh, coming coming at it from a managerial standpoint, where it's uh, it's not a problem that you see in yourself, but a problem that you see in others. It's it's uh, a tightrope that you're gonna have to walk there. Uh-uh. so. Maybe a fluffer. Maybe you hire a nice young girl or a guy. I don't know. He's an actor, so a nice young girl or a guy. Whoever's around, really. And uh, so right before that scene where he's got to walk out there, maybe, maybe you find somebody who can, uh, you know, ruffle his feathers a little bit, puff him up, give him a great big kiss. You know, either either maybe uh, just a kiss. And uh, you, maybe they'll, uh, they'll stand up at attention. Another thing you can maybe do is... Uh, Recommend that this this character that he's playing would be somebody who would uh, probably yeah, in his backstory he's a he's a swimmer, he's an Olympic swimmer, so he has to shave all of his body hair, all of it, you know, visible inches and all that. There's also uh uh, uh what you could do is you could maybe set up a, a system of magnifying glasses that uh, would be invisible to the people in the audience, but would but, but would make you know. It's, Certain things look quite a bit bigger. I don't know if you've seen Lord of the Rings, but they had uh, these forced perspective. You know, they take a small guy and make him look big, and vice versa, you just get, you know, get a couple of mirrors, and maybe a projector or something, or you get a balloon. Yeah, you just stick a balloon on the end of it. You know, I have a star, I am a star, I am a star, I'm a big, bright, shining star, like the man said at the end of the film. You know, the, what do they call that? The The Big Lebowski... What was that one? Uh, Boogie Nights. That's the one. That's the one where he, he, at the end, he he shows himself off in the mirror. He talks about being a great big shining star. And hey, if Mike Wahlberg can do it, you know, if Marky Mark wore a fake hog, then I suppose... uh, Whoever this guy is, just buy him a fake dick. Simple as that. Get a fluffer or buy him a fake dick. And uh, if you could call me tickets to this play, I would love to see it. Ladies and gentlemen, I was trolling one of my favorite websites and I came across a poem that I'd like to end today's show with. A poem called What Does This Mean? I'm Still Falling Long spiral downward rushes away from your heart I thought I knew you but walked right past you No one seemed to notice my fear least of all me. My joy turned to tears, my days into years. My youth is still there somewhere. I will live again and again and again to place at your feet, my wilderness, the vast rolling landscape that I become. For you, I thought I became it. It became me. For a little while in my mind, that heavy treasure that no one seems to want but you. And I can't see you anymore. Down here, look behind you, below your heels. I've lost, but I know how I got here. All I ever wanted was you. Place my heart into my mind. Now my eyes don't work anymore. You're the one I wanted to be. Afraid to be me. Please help me out of this trap I set for you! What does this mean? At the end of the day, you got to take all that. Uh, you got to take all that advice. You got to uh, put it inside your head. You got to let it percolate. Think about it. Dream about it. Talk to a magical man inside your head, whether it's Todd Raids or whether it's Dodd Baldwin or whether it's Dan or Danden. One of those guys worth listening to. <laughs> uh, we all know it's Todd Raids. or Dodd Baldwin. Or dead or Redandon. Dead. We don't know which it is. Whips and chains and whips and chains and... Let's go to the circus. There's a bear on a horse. Karate. Simple as